What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongols Podcast, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm Mike. With me is Josh, Liz, Lar, Ellen, and Justin. It's been over a month since we all last caught up. So we're going to touch base, see how everyone's doing. And uh, first, we're going to bring in Mark Lindstrom, Hounds Defender. He's going to talk about how he's been keeping busy, uh, playing some FIFA, all of that. And uh, it's a great conversation. So stay tuned. Let's go. Everything was just falling into place. Bunkiazio cuts inside with this Ron Bellardi. Oh, so terrific. Mark, welcome to the Riverhounds and welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Look, uh, so obviously things have been a bit chaotic. You know, you, you got here, you were training with the team, we're all ready to start the season and then nothing. So how have you been coping with not yeah. you know, playing at the moment? Uh, well, for me personally, uh, I got injured like three days into preseason. So I was out for like three weeks and then we were just getting into our first season game. Obviously, I was not going to be eligible for, eligible for that game. But uh, two days in, we find out that we're not going to be able to play and that this virus is coming in. And so there was a bit of a transitioning period there where people left and and everything. But I stayed here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was here for two months uh with a few of the guys from the team still and we we managed to stay busy you know training and it's, it's obviously it's not the same as full full training with the with the team but we're able to do what we necessary stuff you know how is the uh how's the injury oh it's good now yeah, yeah right i'm 100 percent right now good 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 how yeah. how are you uh mm-hmm. you know aside from training how have you been keeping busy do you have any hobbies or anything that you've been picking up uh, yeah, I've been reading a lot, actually. Uh, I've been reading and I've been, I've basically watched everything that there is to see on Netflix, <laughs> uh, finished, finished a bunch of shows. Uh, but yeah, those, those were the two things really. <laughs> give us, give us a show. Give us, give us a recommendation that, uh, it, maybe it is something that people have seen, but what's something you really like? Yeah. Uh, Money Heist. You, if you haven't seen Money Heist, you got to watch it right now. <laughs> okay. It's amazing. Yeah, it's okay. really good. And then, and then, what's uh, give us a book too? A book, yeah. uh, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Oh, good call. Good call. Really good book. Good. Well, well, thanks for those recommendations. So, uh, kind of going back a little bit, I guess you uh, grew up in Sweden. So, what are like mm-hmm. some similarities and differences between maybe Pittsburgh and your hometown in Sweden? Uh, similarities, I would say. The weather is fairly similar, to be fair. It's, like the winters can get really rough, but the summers and the, the late springs can be really beautiful, like, like it is right now. Um, so I would say those are the similarities. But I grew up in a small city, 100,000, not, not too big. So living in a big city like Pittsburgh is quite a change. But so far, I like it a lot. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, what, um, like look, kind of just looking into your decision-making process and things like, what was it like um, Mm -hmm. deciding to come play, uh, you know, college soccer in, in the U S what was that decision like and and what, what went into making that decision? Yeah. So I was playing with my team back in my hometown uh, and I was 18 years old and I was just, I was with the first team, but uh, I wasn't really involved in a lot of, first team games they were in Allsvenskan so it was a lot of tough tough competition 
uh, and I just I wasn't really enjoying it as much as I wish as I had done in the past. And I figured I wanted to have a change. And I actually had a friend who played college soccer for Maryland, and uh, he loved it. And I don't know, I got inspiration from him and just started the process of trying to find a good college and good location. And I did find an amazing location, Wilmington, North Carolina, UNCW, uh, great school, great soccer program. And yeah, spent all my four years there. Had a really good time. How was that adjustment between like uh, the level of soccer in Sweden versus maybe the college ball here? Uh, it was a big difference. I, well, I came in in, in January, mm. so I had uh, that semester to prepare kind of for the game, but it, it's a big difference. I would say that the, the game back home is more, it's more tactical. It's more, it's a little bit more focused on the technique of things. And here, uh, there's obviously they're still focused on technique and everything, but it's a lot of running and physicality, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially college. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll get to kind of your. Uh, we we, we'll, we'll, we want to ask about your Riverhounds experience so far and kind of that adjustment. Mm-hmm. But um, first yeah. of all, one of the things that I wanted to ask about, just as a FIFA yeah. player myself, you've been you know representing the Riverhounds in the the USL E Cup FIFA tournament. What's that been like? And maybe uh, how'd you get involved with that? Did they come in the locker room one day and just say who wants to play in this, or how did you uh, how did you get involved in that? Uh, well, I don't know really. I'll, I've been playing. I've, I've, obviously, I play. I've been playing FIFA my whole life, but I've been playing with some of the guys here, and I beat them. I don't want to say fairly easy, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm be, I beat them sometimes, you know. So I guess the word got around that I was decent. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I'm great, but that I was decent. And there, yeah, they just asked me if I wanted to play. So yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, you've grown up, obviously grown up playing FIFA. Are you, are, were you mm-hmm. happy with Belgium as your team choice this time around? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Who's, <laughs> no who's, the, guy, who's the guys on your team, on, on Belgium, that you enjoy playing with in that game? Everybody up top. The defenders are not that great. You know, they're pretty slow and not that mobile. But, I mean, you have De Bruyne, Hazard, uh, Mertens up top you know and they're gonna create stuff no matter how good you are <laughs> good that must have been a that's a good good experience and i'm sure it was fun kind of getting yeah. to represent the hounds in another way obviously you yeah, don't yeah. feel quite yet but uh in yeah the it was fun yeah mm-hmm. um so obviously the team has started doing some voluntary small group training sessions have you been able to participate in any of those yeah yeah we started two weeks ago actually from this day so we've been doing it for two weeks now. What, uh, so, you know, what have those been like? I think a lot of us, you know, are sort of sitting back mm-hmm. and just saying, well, you know, with everything yeah. going on, we don't know how this is going to go. Walk us through, you know, what's, what's a training session typically like? So a typical training session for us now will be, so we're doing two groups, one at, I think it's 10 and then 10 a.m. and the other one is 11.30. I'm in the 11.30 group. So basically it'll be eight, outdoor players and we'll do four of us will be on one side of the field and then four on the other side and we'll have keeper there as well, keepers there as well so we'll start off with sort of we'll start off with uh, bob smith which is our um, athletic trainer and he'll run us through a warm-up and then we'll do some fitness and then after that we'll do some technical work uh, with the ball and uh, most of the time we'll finish up with some sort of shooting yeah so 
typically one hour, one hour, something like that around that time. And so like the focus, it sounds like isn't so much like, let's get ready to play tomorrow. It's more or less like, let's just yeah. stay in shape. So when we get the call, like we're ready yeah. to step it up and, and go from there. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, obviously we don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't, nobody really knows exactly what's going on, but yeah, you, you said it. I mean, it's just about staying in shape, staying ready as for that when the call comes that we're ready to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, the hounds had released, um, some zoom training sessions online. I think, you know, just to sort of keep everybody in the loop, Hey, you guys are doing stuff, yeah. but I, when, you know, when mm -hmm. you're on your own, there's a lot of us who are sort of stuck on our own yeah. at this point, we're not going to joint training. Mm -hmm. What sort of things were you doing on your own just to sort of stay in shape, you know, give, give some kids some tips and tricks here to, uh, yeah, keep yeah. Them active. Uh, well, I was, I was really fortunate. Because uh, the the complex where I live, the gym here didn't close down. It, it's a small gym, but it has everything that you need, really. So I was pretty much in there every day. They have a treadmill, they have a bike, they got free weights. So I was able to do a lot there. Um, and then, like I said, also, there was a, a few other guys who stayed here as well who didn't go home, mostly international guys. And uh, we found a small field like 10 minutes away uh, that was open to the public. So we'd go there and play a little bit 2v2, 2v2 do some technical work and stuff. So, I, yeah, I, I don't know if imagine. I answered your question. No, 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 for sure, for sure. Okay. No, I, 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 you just saying, you know, that you, you stayed here, obviously, with, with some of the other international guys made me think, you know, yeah. this is a, you coming in as a rookie, this is a great way, as terrible as it is, it's a great way to get to know some of your teammates. So, like, of those guys, yeah. who's, like, you know, who's the troublemaker? Who's the one that you, uh, you know, if you get in trouble, you go to uh, because, you know, Bob's <laughs> looking for you or something like that? <laughs> If I get into trouble, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, the older guys like Kenny, talk to Ryan sometimes, you know, like, I have a, not that I get into trouble, but <laughs> if I need help with something, you know, those are the guys sort of that I go to. <laughs> uh, those are good guys to turn to, for sure. We've, we've yeah, talked yeah. to both of them. Um, uh, yeah, good stuff. How has, um, just overall even, how has the team chemistry, um, what are you guys doing? Are you guys doing like Zoom calls or things just to like talk as a team or are you guys having team meetings that way? Is that, has that been beneficial or has that been happening? Yeah, yeah. I mean, before we, we were able to do the practices that we do right now, we were doing Zoom calls three times okay. a week where we would meet and do our session and then afterwards spend like 10, 15 minutes, you know, just chatting talking about all sorts of stuff so that's I think that's important you know for the the chemistry of the team while, while you're away from each other to at least have something to to fall back on yeah 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 for sure do you have any indication of like um I mean obviously you got to a couple days of of preseason and then I mean you were around obviously so um, what are your kind of impressions of like what the transition is going to be like from the college game to, to the pro game? Uh, I mean, obviously it's going to be quicker. Like you have to make decisions faster, which is understandable. And, uh, and I mean, it's also going to be more intense. You have guys, this is, this is what they do for, for a living, you know, uh, college is more, you're there to get an education. Sure, some guys have aspirations of playing after college, but the majority of most teams aren't 
aren't looking to pursue a career in soccer, you know, so uh, that's going to be a big difference. But I would say the speed of play mostly for me. I have to ask this. Your one word first impression of Bob Lilly. <laughs> uh, one word? Only one yeah, word? Yeah, no one word. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, well, I want to say uh, two words. Can I say that? Yeah, you can get two words. I'll give you two words. <laughs> okay, okay. I want to say intense, but really good in a good way. Okay, all right. I just, I, I have to limit it down because Bob doesn't seem to have a limit on words ever. So. <laughs> No. Yeah, we love Bob. I was going to, like, my word was going to be intense. So I guess he gives off that vibe. <laughs> um, Mark, listen, man, uh, huge mm-hmm. thanks for joining us. Um, you know, we really yeah, appreciate you taking the time. Um, obviously, you know, we can't wait to see you on the field. Obviously, best yeah. of luck with training, you know, and, and, you know, like I said, we can't wait to get that call. You guys are going out there. Obviously, stay safe. Um, you know, enjoy the guys that, you know, while you can and you guys are on the yeah, field. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, thanks again. We really appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate the time as well. Yeah, I hope to be back soon too. <laughs> So again, a huge thanks to Mark for stopping by. That was a great interview. Um, but now we got the whole crew here. Well, uh, two thirds of the whole crew here. So <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> and uh, I don't really. I, we talked a little bit. I don't really have an agenda for this. This was just more or less, you know, Justin. You were like, we haven't really talked for like a month. It'd be great to see people and figure out what's going on. So what's what's going on, Laura Ellen? You were like leaning forward in your chair. What what's going on with you? Well, I'm just very excited to talk to adults. Um, We have a six-month-old as of Tuesday, which is insane. Um, But as people... I'm confused. I don't know. I think it's it's some type of sorcery. But um, (laughs) as people may know, six-month-olds don't really hold um, intelligent conversations. So I just, you know, I'm happy to have any kind of um, dialogue with people who can respond. I picture you just talking to her and then just going like, what do you think about that? I try really hard. Um, anyway, but my newest thing, which Justin can talk about his response to this is, so I've been making sourdough since before it was cool to make sourdough. I but saw the video. I have yeah okay this is what i'm talking about okay so i have two friends that i gave sourdough starter to and they one of them in particular was really struggling to get a nice loaf and i'm of the belief that anyone has the ability to make sourdough i don't think you need some special skill set so i did a video of a step-by-step of how i make sourdough and Toward the end, you have to use both hands, and so I couldn't hold the phone to record, so then I recruited Justin to help me, and then he started making fun of that my first uh, videos were recorded vertically instead of horizontally. <laughs> I don't Rookie care. Mistake. I just, I just put it all mistake. in. Anyway, so it's up on YouTube. Um, it's 33 minutes long. I cut none of it. I just was like, it is what it is. <laughs> This is meant to be encouraging and uplifting to people. Um, so that has been my most recent exciting thing. Um, and Justin has been making fun of me a lot, but I really love it. And um, yeah. So if anyone, if anyone need, oh, and I have like a, a, a very, very detailed step-by-step, like one thing at a time 
um, recipe and guide for people to follow. So it's on a public um, Google Drive document that anyone can look at because I believe that all people can make sourdough. <laughs> we Welcome need to, to share the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what I do when I have no soccer in my life. <laughs> you bake. That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. I only had, to defend myself in this situation, I only had like two complaints about the video. One is that she recorded some of it in vertical video. I'm like, if you're going to put it on YouTube, put it in horizontal. That way people can watch it on their computers and not necessarily their phones. That's my only complaint about it. My second complaint about the video was every 30 seconds in the video, she says, as you can see, so we all have those vocal tics. I'm yeah, telling you. I, I know. I know. Listening to yourself do a podcast, you realize it pretty fast. You're like, I, I realize a lot. Yes. <laughs> but the thing is, it wasn't a podcast. Yes. I'm making this specifically for people who can see. I know. I didn't I, make. I could make a version specifically for people who don't have the ability to see. That would be much more challenging. Anyway, what has everyone else been doing? <laughs> you would need a talking scale. Make it easier. Yeah, the weighing is probably the hardest part. Right. And the kneading. <laughs> anyway, watch the video. <laughs> I go into it. The fold method, the fold method's really easy. Uh, I know, but you have to do it in a way that you get all of the big bubbles out of it. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, someone else. We could have a bread podcast. We're going to have another 33 minutes of bread. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. I was, I was going to say, as you can see, I got sunburnt <laughs> um, because I've been spending a whole lot of time outside uh, battling a fox, which has been fun. Wow. Um, Did you chickens? It has. Uh, so we've... <laughs> So we, we, I, I can't even remember how many chickens we've started with, but uh, we, we realized that we've lost probably six or seven chickens to a fox. And at one point we actually caught one on a camera. Like it happened like seconds before we walked outside. And so that, I mean, you guys know me, that started the war against the fox. Um, and so then there's the whole like ethical thing of like, well, you know, the fog, it's natural. And uh so ultimately we decided to get a uh it's like a temporary um like a fence like an electric fence that we put around the coop and it's still like massive like the chickens still have a lot of room to go and uh we've actually gotten more chickens now so we've we got 13 more um because we're crazy but the area where the fox is like we've seen the fox come out and just like strut around the yard like like it owns the joint um, so we've started clearing like part of the hillside where we know the fox lives and we know it lives there because it sits there at night and just yells at us, which is enjoyable. Um, <laughs> but, so you know uh, what the fox says. Good to know. We do. And it sounds nothing like you'd think it does. Like we're, we're sitting, we're like, what is that? And the other day it was actually talking to me. Like I walked up in the woods and I heard stuff moving and I was like, I know you're there. And it like screeched back at me and I was like, okay, <laughs> this is our relationship now. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it's it's this is not something that I ever thought I'd actually be doing. Yet here I am. So yeah, this this, this sounds on par for you. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I mean, this does not sound that surprising to me. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I've been spending my time. Mike, Gosh. I thought of you. Well, just real quickly about your um, growing farm. So one of my sister's friends has a little farmette, kind of a little similar to yours, but they got goats. And those goats are so cute. I took a picture specifically to send to you, so I'm going to have to do that. Um, but I am definitely on team 
the Spark family, Sparks family gets goats. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, just so I made the mistake years ago when I originally was thinking that we were going to get goats. Then I got a temporary fence that had holes that were big enough that it said like it was good for chickens. I put it up when the fox thing first happened and the chickens literally walked right through it <laughs> because like the holes were so big. So I was like, well, crap. So I had to get another fence that had smaller holes. And just yesterday, like, I can't believe it hasn't happened sooner. Uh, my wife was like, so that other fence we got, that would keep goats in, right? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yes, yes. Um, our whole thing was that like chickens, I have a system in place where literally like I could leave for a week and they'd be fine. They have food, they have water, they could come and go, the fence is on, whatever. Um, the eggs would just sort of like pile up, but they'd be fine. Uh, if you have a goat, like you can't really leave. Like a goat's kind of like a dog. Like you're either taking it with you or you need to find somebody to watch it for you. You're probably so, not taking it with you. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I know Josh is on anti-team goat, uh, but, uh, or team anti-goat. There we go. Um, cause you're not anti-teams. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know at this point. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so now that like, we're not going anywhere, Susan's like, screw it. Let's just get some goats. So who knows? We'll, we'll touch base in a month and we might have a whole, what is, it's not a flock, like a litter. I, what do you call a group of goats? Just a Children? Herd. Kids? A is it a herd? A herd they're of goats? Herd. That makes yeah, sense. Herd yeah. animals. Yeah. And then we'll just drop Josh right in the middle and just watch the pan. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they'll, they'll attack me. I already know it. <laughs> just jerks. And they'll see me and be like, hey, he needs to be headbutted. And that's what they'll do. Get the fainting one so when he inevitably screams, yeah, fall over. The kids, the kids want either the fainting ones or the screaming goats that sound like humans. They just go, ah! like your neighbors are gonna love you. Guys. <laughs> uh, according to the internet, um, a group of goats is called a tribe or a trip. So there you go. A trip of goats. A trip of goats. A trip of fainting goats. That was gonna be like a coven or something like that. <laughs> we could go with coven. Oh man. Josh, Liz, what have you guys been up to? Um, so at the beginning of Josh the... is shaking his head for all those who can't <laughs> see it. So I, I don't know. Um, okay. I was waiting for the story to go south quickly. So I'm no, sorry. It's just like, so at the beginning of the pandemic, when nobody was allowed to do anything, we realized that birds had taken the vent covers off of our vents outside and moved into our vents. But it was at the beginning when, I mean, everything was shut down. And we're like, you know what? what? They can't do that much damage. They're on top of the vents. Like, I can still use my vent. But then it turned into, I don't know, I don't know day 812. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had babies and they chirped. And they're like, they're right above the vent in the bathroom. So when they like go off in the morning because they're hungry, it just echoes around the bathroom. And then we hear it in our bedroom. It just, so anyways. We finally got, apparently there were two nests, two nests removed and new vent covers put on. And I am ecstatic because luckily the birds, so when we hired the guy, I said, I've checked it out. These aren't endangered birds. I don't care what you do. Get them out of my house. <laughs> Dang. Bro animal. Let me tell you. Oh I grew up on a farm, so she really cares about all animals. I grew up in the woods. Nah, I, I was like, you know, I just want you to know, like, if you can get them out safely, that's preferable, but... If something happens to the birds, I don't care. <laughs> and he, 
I was busy working this morning and he told John, she's like, yeah, there was nobody in there. Like the birds were gone. I got the nest out. You have new covers. We're cool. And I was like, all right, cool. So I'm wondering if we're going to get dive bombed by birds next time we go out on the back deck because we've hidden their home because they were definitely in there this morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, because up this morning, like every morning, they just start chirping. So that's going to be fun not having birds anymore. Yeah. So we're very excited for that. Cool, 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 cool. How, Liz, that, how did your baked video. beans go? Oh, yeah, baked oh, beans. Oh, yeah, they went very well. So I need an immersion blender because my food processor can't get the sauce smooth enough. But I had an actual Brit taste the beans. So for everyone who doesn't know, I'm making Heinz baked beans. So not like the brown sugar, barbecue, baked beans, Bush's baked beans. It's the British version um, that was traditionally made by Heinz because um, it's just, they're smoother, they're way less sugary, and there's no meat in them, um, which we need for our family right now. So we got the recipe down, I think, and I'm going to probably can my first batch this week. I'm That's so excited. exciting. Fingers crossed. And how many pounds of dry beans did you order? <laughs> 25 pounds? Ooh. It was like a discount thing online. Like there's a website that sells one thing a day and Wait, one day they just had beans. How, ma how many servings is 25 pounds of dry beans? Mm, that's um, a lot. So <laughs> a trip. I used two cups. <laughs> so, I used, so two cups is a pound and each recipe uses two cups and that makes eight quarts, like the small, or pints smaller. What's smaller, pints or quarts? Pints. Pints, okay. It makes eight pints so so, so two cups pints. eight pints so, yeah it makes oh a my god Liz. <laughs> it's like 16 <laughs> servings okay well, here's the thing like i wasn't gonna do it until this bag of beans went on sale it was like 35 dollars <laughs> and regularly that size of bag is like 115 and i was like for 35 dollars give me 25 pounds of beans I that makes sense to me. That's like we, I don't know if you ever heard of meth.com, M-E-H.com, but it's kind of like what whoop.com used to be back in the day, which they just sell one thing a day and they sell for deep discount until it's until it's gone. And so we'll just randomly get stuff on there and be like, oh, stroop waffles. Okay, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Two cases of stroop waffles. For ten dollars. I'm in. Yeah, like, oh, cool, let's do that. So, I, I literally just wrote in my notebook, meth.com, because I'm going to go check website. this out. New, new sponsor for Mongols, meth.com. You have to read the descriptions of stuff, though. They are, like, they just have a ton of fun with it, because they're only doing one thing a day, and they're like, let's go completely crazy. So fun. So, yeah. Today's uh, thing is a lazy bum bundle, easy viewing neck mount, an emoji neck pillow, and eye mask. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Don't buy those. For $8. <laughs> For a split second, Laura Ellen, I thought you were going to say the thing that I was thinking when you said you were filming and using both of your hands. I don't know if you've ever seen, um, there's a lot of people who do like crafty type YouTube videos, like Jimmy DeResta does stuff for anybody who knows him, um, where they actually have like mouth mounts. It's almost like a mouth guard that they stick in and the camera sits on it. So anything they see, like the camera sees, they're like, oh, that's just, that's what Laura Ellen needs. So when you started to say like neck mount i was like no way this could be your day but no but since she can't say as you can see right. i i did not like yeah just talked yeah just was like oh you could have just filmed this and then you know done a, a you know an audio recording no no we're not doing that no no 
Um, Josh, I saw you mounted a TV and created like a pretty cool like gaming setup. That was pretty. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of like just little home projects like that. Like, hey, if we're home, might as well just do stuff around the house. And so, mounting the TV on the wall, putting a whole little display up of my consoles, my video game consoles. Yeah, we uh, should be painting and putting a vinyl wallpaper thingy up in our library here pretty soon. Just random stuff. Just housework. Wait. Is it the Sherlock wallpaper like we had originally discussed? It's going to be something similar. It's not the exact same one. We don't want to have to like hand paint the, the stencil. It was going to be a pain in the butt. So we decided just to get a wall vinyl, uh, kind of like wallpaper, but like just easy stick yeah. on. That's yeah, yeah. similar to that design. It's not the exact same, but it's close enough. Are you going to spray paint the smiley face on it too? Not anymore. Because instead they have, we found out that they'll do cardboard like mounted heads so we're getting a unicorn a jackalope and a dragon and we're going to spray paint them gold but they're going to be like they're going to be big so there's not really room for the smiley face anymore because we're going to have these animal heads on our wall that's I'm very awesome. excited to see this big animals cool. mounted on the wall that are yeah, just yeah. mythical creatures they're like three feet tall it's delightful no that's awesome um has anybody watched any soccer or anything? Like I know Bundesliga yeah. started up. There's talk that the NWSL could be one of the first domestic leagues starting up. Yeah, I mean, is anybody excited about that? In Utah. Like it's confirmed. They're going to do a tournament in Utah. Yeah. I'll watch that. I have not watched the Bundesliga though. Yeah, I haven't either. It's all in the morning when we, on the weekend, so we just turn it on. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Live soccer. <laughs> yeah. I like I I don't know if I'm I'm depressed. I don't think I'm depressed. I don't want to make this like like take a dark turn because that's not <laughs> it. But like I there's you know with literally nothing going on and like now all of a sudden because we went green everyone's like oh we gotta race back and do everything and I'm like that's not what green means. But um <laughs> like part of me is like I kind of enjoyed like not going to soccer practice five times a week and like scouts three <laughs> days a week and like like we still do stuff like we're still doing zoom calls for scouts and like planning other things but it's just like there's been other things that have sort of moved in and taken attention and so i am i am looking forward to soccer starting back like hounds starting back up and watching that um but yeah yeah for me it's always been domestic soccer is like real soccer and everything else is just kind of like background noise <laughs> like oh cool yeah we'll just watch this like even epl for me i i i have a team i it's hard to care as much though about any of that so until we actually have local soccer back i don't really feel like soccer's back yeah what uh so okay obviously if the hounds were playing right now um <laughs> um basically that would take a lot of our time right i mean we'd have games on the weekends we might have games during the week we'd all be talking about games what has been the thing that has sort of filled that void in your life for the past few months it might even be just recently that it started to fill that void laura ellen you mentioned sourdough would you say that that's what's filled your, well that and obviously you know having, having a six month old that, that that would take yeah i was gonna say i think it's just something i don't i yeah i mean i so, you know, aside from having a child, I think, um, I think I, I've been cooking a lot more, um, which is something I really enjoy. And I really enjoy meal planning and finding different vegan recipes online to try. Um, so that's been really fun. And I think I've spent a lot of time 
doing that or probably more time doing that. I've dedicated more time to do that. Um, but I also think, you know, this is our first um, soccer season with a child. So um, certainly takes up way more time than anyone tells you. Um, <laughs> That's actually not true. Everyone was, was like, gonna it's consumer life. And I think they so. try to tell you, but everyone's just like, I got this. Like, you know, yeah. It's, I and and I do think it just looks different <laughs> when you're stuck in your house and, you know, family can't come in to like provide that additional support and things or friends can't come and, oh, provi- sure. you know, it's just you and the child or you and your partner and the child. For sure. Constantly. Look, I got I got three older boys, and I've been like, it'd be great if they could like go to their grandparents for a weekend or something. But I thought you were gonna say I have three older boys, and it'd be great if they had a sibling, like a no, baby. No, and I was like, nope, oh, nope, okay, nope, <laughs> nice. Nope, nope. That no, I don't. No, nope. Justin, <laughs> what did you? What you obviously have the same baby. Um, is there been anything else that you've sort of used to fill that void? Um. Not, I don't think really particularly. I mean, I think some of the same activities that I had been doing before, like when soccer exists, um, you know, a lot of Saturday nights I get home from the Riverhounds game, and if, especially if they lost and I'm frustrated, I have to go release that frustration somehow. So usually that turns into a night of video games. Uh, so, I mean, that has just increased because I don't have anything else to do. Um, before you said video games, I thought you were going to say, like, Fight Club. Like, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> there's been times where I'm like, man, I should go to a boxing gym or something. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah. So I've been, like, trying to, like, I think when life is busy and, like, you kind of have to pick, like, one video game or something just to sort of focus on and, like, get good at. Like, you can't really, like, just play a bunch of stuff, you know, like you can when you're 15. Um so I've been playing like one game, but now since I have the time, I've been playing like a couple others. Um, so I had been just playing like a lot of Fortnite. And that was pretty much it. But I played in like the Riverhound season ticket holder FIFA tournament. And I've been playing some Rocket League as I watched other people play it and been playing. So I've just been playing like other games and stuff. So that's been exciting to, I don't know, just try some other games since I have time now that I can play other games. So, um, and that's been pretty much it. Uh, I mean, working at a church, my weekends are still busy, even though like we're not having church at church. Um, there's still connections that need to be made and all that kind of stuff. So that really doesn't change the business of my weekends all that much. It's just meaning I'm not running from church to a soccer game on Saturday nights. So. Yeah. Well, he's not going to brag, but I will because his Justin does a podcast about the Philadelphia Union, and he has interviewed two of their players in the past month for that podcast so that's been really exciting um so ray gaddis and what's the other one mark mark mckenzie mark mckenzie there there it is so anyway that's exciting i mean we just interviewed mark lindstrom i'm not going to put him under the bus (laughs) mike said other things that you've been doing other things that you've been doing it's not no we yeah, I was going to say, if you haven't listened to Views from the Bridge, make sure you go check it out. Um, it's a BGN family show, um, and you guys are always killing it over there, for sure. But so. not a family show. Not a family show. Not a family show. Don't watch it with your family. Yeah. we got a couple co-hosts who uh, can't drop the uh, 
drop the yeah. swear words. We need to swear jar over there. They sound like my kind of people. There it is. Yes, Liz, you've learned to drop the swear words on the show. Or, yes. What have you been yeah. doing, Liz? For yeah. the most part. What have you been up to? Oh, um, mostly, well, first it was wrist rehab. So figuring out what I can and cannot do after breaking my wrist, which has like, gotten much better. But now that that's over, um, it's a lot of graphigans. So making a crochet blankets that are, if you've ever seen like a cross-stitch pattern or anything 8-bit, I can turn those into corner to corner blankets. And I think that they end up looking quite amazing, but they are intense. You end up with a thousand strings and I don't know, I find them very relaxing and fun, but they take a lot of time and concentration. So that's been taking up most of my time. My kids would love that, by the way. Not so much like the process, but like the end result. Yeah. Yeah. They're very much into like eight bit characters and designs and yeah. I'll have to I'll have to show you the picture. So the one that I think they would like, I did a Hylian shield from Zelda. Oh snap. I did the whole shield and then I am one page of six into doing the turtles, but in Mega Man style. Yeah, it looks what? like Mega Man pixel yeah. art, but they're the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's pretty oh, cool. That's awesome. That's, that's so cool. cool. And she also did a Wu Tang blanket, which they okay. probably wouldn't be as much into. Wu Tang is for the kids. <laughs> Wu Tang is for the kids. Uh, Josh, how about you? Uh, yeah, video games. A lot of video games. That's been a hobby I had a long time ago, and I kind of dropped, but now it's been coming back with a vengeance. Uh, especially VR. Got really into the Oculus Quest. We talked about it on a podcast before. Uh, so I've been getting more games for that. I actually got Tetris. Sounds stupid, but literally it's just called Tetris Effect. You're playing Tetris, but there are things going on around the Tetris board. So it's still just a regular 2D Tetris. But since you're in VR, you can't see anything else, and you have the music going, it's like super immersive. And you kind of just like lose yourself into the whole, you know, Tetris Effect type feel. Not that that's cool, but as soon as you said Tetris, I started thinking like 3D Tetris, where like blocks are dropping around you and you're having a maneuver. Yeah, that would also They've be done cool. That before there, I think actually Virtual Boy had uh, 3D Tetris. Virtual Boy. Yeah, the original that's... headset that was you know consumer headset. Yeah. Oh man, um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, okay. So we 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 should. I I was gonna do this at the opening, but we'll we'll do it here at the end. Um, obviously, right now there's a lot of stuff going on um, in the world, in the country, and things are pretty bad. I mean, we don't want to sort of end on a downer, but the whole thing is is that we didn't want to spend too much time talking about this because uh, I think Liz, you, the way you phrased it was more, more worthy people have said better things than we can about this. Um, but basically the state of affairs, we all sort of agree are unacceptable. Um, but we've made a conscious decision not to delve into them tonight. Um, there are other people um, who have done really good pieces about everything that's going on. Um, go check out some of the stuff that our buddy Hugh Roberts has been doing. It's been amazing. Um, but uh but for sure, we're not ignoring what's going on. Um, we're just choosing not to talk about it at this point because uh, 
I think a lot of the stuff that we would say is things that other people have already said you've already heard. So yeah, that's where we're at on that. Um, I don't know, guys, what, what do we think about? I, so we went green. Let me, let me ask you this. Let's say that the hounds come out and say, hey, the, or I shouldn't use the hounds. USL comes out and says, we're going to start playing games and fans are going to be allowed to come out in three weeks. Would you go to games? No. Depends on how they did it. Honestly, it, it really did. Like, I could see them doing like 25% capacity, uh, spacing in the seating and that kind of stuff. I would feel pretty comfortable with that. Um, but if it's just like, hey, it's just a regular game, come on out. It's like, mm, no, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really depends on like how much space you give people inside of the stadium. Um, the more research that comes out about um, the dispersal of the particles outdoors, um, even somebody who's running by you, like it's just, there's there's been a lot uh, going on with that and outdoors is infinitely safer in general. And if you have the space and um, I'm willing to get weird tan lines if I have to wear a mask um, <laughs> in order to watch some soccer. Um, but I just really like, I don't know, I don't know if you can do that, if you can uphold it. I don't, I don't know how it happens. Um, but I think that it would be, I would try to go like, I wouldn't put myself at risk or put someone else at risk, but I think it would be something where I would say that if I went, I'm willing to not see anybody else. I'm willing to quarantine for 14 days afterwards to go. That is something I am willing to do. Um, because I understand other people being like, I can't believe you went to a soccer game. Like, I don't want to be around you. But like, cool, no problem. Totally understandable. Yeah. Um, but my family's not in the state. I don't have any kids. We don't really go to the store that much. Like, we have the ability to. You have 25 or 50 pound bag of beans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, can we can sustain ourselves for a while now. I know how to can. <laughs> Justin, how, how, how are you feeling about things? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's tough because I'm like, I, I'm definitely itching for soccer, you know, when you're a, a part of two soccer podcast casts and you're trying to like figure out what to talk about. It gets long. Um, so, I mean, I'm obviously itching for soccer to come back, but I obviously want it to come back in the safest way possible. So I don't, I don't know if I'm there if they do it in three weeks, but I don't know if they don't do it in three weeks, how we get a season. You know, it's like, it's hard to kind of make all those um, calls and I'm I'm sure the USL and and MLS and even for the NWSL making the decision they did I'm sure it's not easy to make the decisions they're making so um, you know it's hard but I probably probably wouldn't be there no yeah I think I think you know just kind of like on the flip side of what Liz said right like um, our daycare is opening, right? And so, like, for us, it's a choice. And it's it's less about, you know, the baby getting sick and more about, like, how are we choosing exposure? And, like, for me, like, I have to finish my PhD so that I can get a job, right? This is the rational conversation that I have with a six-month-old that, like, the baby <laughs> What do you think about that? Right. The baby needs to calm down so that I can focus, so that I can get my PhD, so that I can get a job, so that I can provide for the future, right? Um, so, I mean, I think 
right? But I'm also like in the same way, like I am happy for the hounds to keep my season ticket money. I don't, I will, we will buy another set of season tickets next year. Like I don't, I don't need reimbursed anything like that. You know, like I want to support in the way I can. I just, I think for me, like I'll just watch from home, but I think it's like great for people who can go. So I think that's where I am. Yeah. I'll yeah. I, for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say I'm, I'm sort of in the, I'm in a similar boat. Um, I, I think what's been interesting through all of this, first of all, I don't know if we talked about this. We saw some, we've actually been using this a ton. There's somebody online that they, they created a new swear word um, and it's pandemic. And like, you're like, Oh, that's not really, but the number of times that like something will happen and you're like pandemic, like it just comes out and very, it, it's, it's nice. I like it. Um, so we've been using that. A ton. Bird. It is pandemic. Um, but uh I, I, I've been talking to a lot of people in Allegheny County. I'm out in Westmoreland County. I feel like people in Allegheny County are taking this far more seriously than people in Westmoreland County. And I have a friend who I was just having a conversation with today. And because it went, you know, quote unquote green, uh, that means everything's back to normal. And so like her husband is a manager at a sheets and they're like literally getting in fights with people that are coming in because they're saying it's green. I don't need to wear a mask. This is my right. And like, it just, so my fear is that, you know, this is all just going to escalate and get worse before it gets better. Um, so I'm more of the sit back and wait and watch and see how things play out. And I think, for me, three weeks would be too soon. But Justin, you bring up a valid point of if it doesn't happen in three weeks, like what what are we looking at here? I mean, I would love if there was like a, you know, just do an end of season tournament or something. But I don't know how you get the guys in game shape for three games um, or, or whatever. So I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation. Um, and unfortunately, there's just no way to predict when things are going to get back to normal, no matter how much we want to yeah so and it's a hard conversation like laura and i were talking tonight like just even thinking about the usl in general and the situation that they might may find themselves in without a season you know the clubs might have to fold and clubs might not be playing and you know there's all the rumors that are kind of surrounding this like some of that i'm not sure that i'm necessarily mad at you know if there are some clubs that have to fold like maybe it makes the league a little bit more competitive and um you know isn't a further dilution of the talent pool um you know but some of that would be sad for the clubs that would be folding you know and you think of you know you think of certain situations and things of you know charlotte and other places that are sort of experience that experiencing that outside of you know this pandemic so i don't know it's hard to like kind of make those statements and and you kind of wonder a little bit like where the hounds are financially if the season doesn't get played all of that kind of stuff, but um, you also hope that they can manage their way through it and things. So it's hard to kind of know what to what to do. Yeah. On a positive side, I mean, it's you know kind of positive. I'll say it's positive. Heck, um, pandemic. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Tony Walls share a picture. Bob Lilly getting in shape this off season. Or I should say this off season, but with coronavirus, yeah. like yeah. doing his thing. You know, I I think. I think inside I always sort of wondered like what would Bob do without soccer? Cause I think Bob just lives, breathes, sleeps, dreams, soccer. And yes. so he's taking care of himself. So good for him. He said, Lose I don't have pounds. any excuses anymore. Yeah. 
lose 50 pounds is the answer. What pop would you do without soccer? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, fine, I'll lose weight. (laughs) I guess I have time to eat healthy. And he said Tuffy got him an elliptical at the end of last season. (laughs) I think think he was like two days before the the shutdown started. He's like, so I had that. Yeah, it's just sitting there. I might as well use it. (laughs) When the the house comes back, Bob's going to be playing center back. (laughs) <laughs> he'll, just, he'll just get on the field to yell at the guys. He's like, screw this being on the sidelines as a coach. Might as well just play center back. Yeah, Bestie posted this uh, the other day on our Discord, but uh, on the Steel Army Discord. He uh, was just messing around on eBay, and he found two Bob Lilly uh, player cards, uh, like baseball cards, like soccer baseball cards, obviously. Um, but uh, they're from when he played for the Harrisburg Heat, I think, and – another team i can't remember what the other team is the orlando lions orlando that's right yeah and so they're just young bob lily it's pretty awesome and <laughs> he's getting down there on the weight he's going to be the same weight as he was on his card so that's going to be pretty cool that's awesome good for you bob if you're listening um yeah uh one thing uh josh or liz when you guys mentioned i think liz you mentioned tan lines with the mask uh our our sponsor well sort of they're not really sponsored right now because they're getting crushed, but a uh, longtime friend and partner and likely sponsor again in the future, Roughneck Scarves, have started making custom masks. Um, and we had sort of kind of tossed around the idea of doing like Hongol's masks or, you know, Josh, I don't even know if like collabing, 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 collabing. I just said collabing like six times. I need to stop. I'm in like a, I'm in like, I'm, I'm in like a nasty loop. I'm sorry. I'm enjoying this collaborating with uh the steel army and maybe doing a mongol steel army mask or something like that um we could try to do something like that we'll see uh but if you're interested in something like that and you'd actually wear it let us know and uh and we can look into it further but uh, that was an idea that was floating around for a little bit um so i just have one more thing um so it's june is pride month and um the as the Josh, am I the chair as the default leader of the Steel Army community? What's it called? The, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> the community oh, committee. Uh, uh, anyway, there it is. Community Outreach Committee. This is terrible. Anyway, but we are doing, um, so thanks to Shoes, who has organized this again, but we are doing a pride raiser again this year. Um, and so I... I don't know. I haven't been on social media much recently, um, but uh, I'm pretty sure the Steel Army has tweeted it out. Um, but we are raising money for Sisters um, Pittsburgh, which um, is a um, LGBT plus um, organization, but specifically focusing um, on the trans community. Um, and they've been raising a lot of money for folks um, who have experienced um, like job loss and housing loss because of COVID-19. So all of our donations for Pride Raiser this year will be going to them. Um, so I just butchered the whole thing, but she just did a really nice write-up on the Pride Raiser website. Um, so I can, I'll tweet that out. And I know the Steel Army has as well. So um, just encourage folks, you know, if you donated last year, um, you should have gotten information or you should get information in the near future uh, to donate again this year. So, um, yep, I got, so I got my email, um, and they tell you, you know, what you donated last year. So it's easy to remember. Um, but also they say, you know, it, this organization, like if you donate, 
they want you to participate. So if you write into them and say, I have concerns with this, or I'd like to see my money go here, or can you answer these questions? This organization apparently um, takes those donors um, very seriously and it involves them more in their organization. So you have that opportunity to be, you don't know where to get involved or how to get involved or, you know, right now you see so many things. Um, this is a place where um, you can feel like you can start getting involved and in learning how to do that. That's great. And yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll make sure that we share. I've, I've been the same. I've not that I've been avoiding social media, but that's been one of those things that's sort of taken a back seat over the past few months. Um, but we'll definitely share that out as well um, through the Mongol stuff. So make sure that you head over and donate and take part. Um, cause it's a great cause and a great organization. Um, yeah, I guess guys, let's, let's end on, let's end on something. Not that that wasn't positive. That's very positive. Let's end on one other thing. What is uh, one thing that you are looking forward to over like the next few weeks? Um, that, uh, is going to be sort of filling your time. Um, I was going to say I'll start, but I don't even know what my one thing is. So. I, mean, I can start. Uh, ours is already <laughs> happening. Uh, we're on a week long vacation right now. So we took a week off of work. It was originally for a family vacation, but obviously with COVID and all that kind of stuff happening, we're not doing a family vacation, but we are kind of like just taking a staycation for most of this and just enjoying not having to log in to work and, you know, just relax. And we're doing some real work in our backyard, which is nice to get in there and clear out some trees and dig up some stumps and um, just make that place more usable because we're going to need it this year for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought of mine, so I'm, I'm, I think we talked about this like a month ago, but when my other brother, not Kevin, which I'll mention Kevin here in a second, uh, was here, started demoing a bathroom and I'm like on the verge of kind of finishing it. So I'm hoping to finish it this week. So that'll be like one thing I could check off my list and then move on to, as you know, and Josh likes to point out my 800 other things that I have on my list. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Justin, Laura, Allen, how about you guys? Well, um, so I'm a big Office fan, and Greg Daniels and Steve Carell just released Space Force on, it looks on so good. Uh, Netflix. So I'm excited about digging into that. And also, Laura just got um, a new Mac. So we got Apple TV Plus for a year, so I can also watch The Morning Show, which Steve Carell was also in. So I'm excited about those couple of shows. Nice. Um really this is terrible um i yeah no i think you know daycare is opening back up and so hopefully kind of you know i've been very carefully um watching the numbers in allegheny county and also been in very close contact with my uh one of my mentors who um is an infectious disease physician and so like has a lot of insights for me so um hoping to get the child into daycare so that I can uh, keep working on my dissertation, which um, has been a bit of a struggle. Um, so I think, yeah, just, I don't know, hopefully getting into some kind of rhythm. How long have we been doing this? And I, we still, anyway. Uh, yeah, and, and the weather is so nice outside and I've been like doing some plants and things like that. So I don't know, I'm just, I'm excited for summer. Nice. Good, 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 yeah. And uh, just so everyone knows, um, Kevin and Steve are still very much part of the crew. Uh, Kev is 
unfortunately working tonight, um, we've mentioned previously he works for Oak Ridge, which I think I'm allowed to say that, um, which is a government <laughs> research facility. And it's basically with us next week, you know why. Yeah, oh uh, whoops. Uh, yeah. Um, but they do, in addition to his normal projects, he's been um, putting in a ton of overtime doing a lot of research around COVID and sort of its spread and using social media to sort of figure out whether or not, you know, social distancing is working or not or whatever. And so unfortunately he was working this evening. Um, and unfortunately um, Steve had uh, something else come up and was unable to join us as well, but they're still very much with us and hopefully we will talk to them very soon. Um, yeah. I think that's, I think that's it for this one guys. Um, it was great seeing everybody and yeah. talking to everybody like, you know, we used to do all the time. I'd say we should do this again weekly, but we'd get back together and probably talk about the exact same things. <laughs> so we might just have to space it out for kicks. Um, but it was great talking to Mark tonight as well. Um, we had never talked to Mark before. Seems like a really cool guy. Um, would love to have him back on and uh, dig a little bit more into some of the topics that we discussed. So make sure that you go follow him. I know he's, he's somewhat active on Twitter and Instagram. Um, although I think his Instagram is private, so I don't know how that works. Because I don't know Instagram, because I'm old. But basically, I think that's all we got. Um, like I said, huge thanks to, to Mark. Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to USL, MLS, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league, squad, adult, or even pro team? Hey, soccer starting back up again. I just got a message that our youth summer camp is probably on in july so cool icarus fc can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price let them help you design your new custom kits today at icarusfc.com uh, a lot of the other shows a lot of the other content at bgn is like blowing up great stuff we mentioned hugh has been putting out some amazing stuff um make sure you go check all that out at bgn.fm um and justin's other show using the bridge is over there as well so go check that out um listen to some of his interviews which are great otherwise Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon-ish. I miss you. <laughs> Later. Bye, guys. <laughs>